0: All right. Uh, familiar voice and uh, face here in the studio now. It's Mike Ivey, who is uh, here today to talk about his Isthmus article, Craft Brewery Slowdown. So, so Mike, a lot of people know you from, from your work at the Cap Times. You're writing, writing for Isthmus now? Right.
1: I, uh, I left the Cap Times in June after a 30-year career there. I had a great run. Had an opportunity to get a uh, early retirement package. I mean, it's no secret what's been going on in the, in the news business, and a lot of my friends and colleagues have gone. But um, fortunately, my uh, lovely wife is gainfully employed, and uh, so now I'm able to do some freelance and uh, stay-at-home dad doing some youth soccer coaching and um, Not too living bad. the dream i guess is maybe a good way to put it and filling in for uh, Mitch Hank down the dial a little bit done from a us. couple of uh, done a couple of morning talk radio things so i i like to say that i've uh, i found a profession that pays even less than newspapering
0: <laughs> well we know all about that here um So uh, moving back to your article in Isthmus, craft brewery slowdown. What I love about this story is, is kind of you're pitting uh, two Republicans uh, against each other a little bit. So this is a real debate that is happening in the state. We have uh, a provision that was not debated, not really discussed as part of the 2011 budget that has had a negative effect on kind of our bread and butter here in Wisconsin brewery. So so tell us about it. Well, one of the real bright spots, uh, you know, the Wisconsin economy,
1: we've all heard about the struggles to create jobs and generate uh, entrepreneurs and investment. But the craft brewing business has been pretty strong here. I mean, I, you can look at some of the names like Nuclearis or or Ale Asylum, I don't Lakefront in Milwaukee. I mean, I, I don't want to slight anybody, but pretty thriving, yeah. uh, strong industry. A lot of entrepreneurs. It uh, gives Wisconsin a good name, creates some jobs, and it's fun. Uh, it's it's uh, the kind of thing that I think a lot of economic development people are looking for. Well, you're butting up against the existing taverns uh, in Wisconsin over the, what's long been called Wisconsin's three-tier system. To, to make it simple, uh, back before Prohibition, breweries would often own, make beer and they would own the bar, and uh, that would put up people in a position where they could set the prices or have control over the market. After Prohibition, they changed the rules to sort of separate the makers of alcohol from the people that were selling it at the retail level. So that all was fine and good, and that seemed to to work well for many years. What's happened now is a lot of small breweries have been popping up, and as part of a way to make ends meet, they've been opening tap rooms. Uh, One Barrel is a great example over on Atwood Avenue. They make a small amount of beer there. They also run a, uh, a bar, for lack of a better term, that sells liquor, wine, and beer. Well, the state... As some of the existing tavern owners, I see that as competition, that these places are not only making beer, they're selling retail alcohol. So that sort of violates Wisconsin's longstanding separation of the manufacturers and the retail people. So in 2011, the Tavern League was able to get a provision uh, put into law and signed by the governor that... Uh, separates uh, that makes it illegal for someone that runs a brewery to also hold a, a liquor license. Before that, the law had not been that clear on it, so a lot of places actually were sort of grandfathered or, or were yeah. doing that. They changed the law in twenty eleven. If you already were had a liquor license, you could keep it, but it didn't allow any new operators to to get that class B, the the wine and liquor license. So what happened at One Barrel since they opened yeah. after twenty eleven They wanted to contract brew, where you make beer at a separate location. To do that, they had to change their designation from a brew pub, uh, making less than 10,000 barrels a year, to a brewery, which makes 10,000 barrels a year, and that was fine. But as part of that, they had to give up their retail liquor license so they can still sell beer but not wine and liquor, uh, spirits. So you say, what's the big deal? Well, um, for Peter Gentry, who runs uh, One Barrel, that's about $15,000 in revenue that he lost right off the top. That's significant money for an upstart business. So the, uh, uh, there's a case in Milwaukee with uh, the owner of Sanford Restaurant. I don't know. I've never been there. It's pretty popular, apparently. Uh, well, Dale Cuyanga, uh state rep from Brookfield, who is a Republican, but kind of a free market guy, he had uh, come across a story where the owner of Sanford wanted to open a brewery uh, that would be connected to his restaurant, and he wasn't able to do that because of this new law. So he said, well, geez, well, then I'll go down to Illinois and open my brewery down there. This made big news in Milwaukee. And the Milwaukee, Well, heck, losing a brewery to Illinois is not a good sign. Uh, it even caught the eye of uh, Representative uh, Coinga. Yeah. So- uh, he has been kind of beating the drama on this, and that, that was partly what sparked interest in the story. But he says, you know, I'm a free market guy. We shouldn't be tying the hands of our
0: entrepreneurs. But and, he's butting up against another kind of powerful lobbyer, the Tavern League.
1: The Tavern League is uh, represents, I don't know, what was it, 5,000? Something like brewers, that, a lot. 5,000 retailers, pretty well-entrenched uh, business. And Wisconsin's got a strong tradition of uh, locally-owned taverns. I mean, there used to be a bar in every corner. And uh, these guys are fairly well politically connected. The chairman of the uh, of the chairman of the committee that regulates alcohol is a bar owner in Rhinelander, and so uh, they um, may have a difficult time getting this pulled out of state law. Uh, Scott Stenger, the lobbyist for the Tavern League, says it. Um, no one's come up with a better solution than the separation of distributors. Manufacturers, yeah, keeping it all separate. The three-tier system. Yeah. So I, you know, every other state has got a three-tier system as well. Most states passed them after prohibition, and they're still in effect. Um, But there's been some complaints here that Wisconsin's uh, Department of Revenue, which enforces the rules, is not allowing too much flexibility. Well, even, the law is the law, right? The law is the law, and even Klinga noted that there, there seems to be some aggressive some aggressive um, uh, enforcement of the law. So we'll we'll be interesting to see what happened with this. But it's an interesting story because, uh, you know, Wisconsin's kind of looking for economic bright spots, and uh, this is kind of one of them. And it, when you've got small
0: uh, bar owners um, complaining, you know, it's uh, – it, 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 it's an issue. Well, and it seems like it's an issue, too, because the three-tiered system that you talked about that came into place after Prohibition was supposed to prevent monopolies, but this seems to be squashing out like entrepreneurs. That's uh, one way to look at it. Uh, if you may have heard of
1: Madison's Mob Craft, yeah. uh, another, another local brewery, they want to open in Milwaukee. They want to have a brewery there. And they thought, well, what goes better uh, with beer than pizza? So they contacted the guys at Roman Candle, another Madison business. Roman Candle was going to open a restaurant next to the, the brewery in Milwaukee's uh, Walkers Point neighborhood, if you know Milwaukee at all. Yeah. Kind of a trendy, redeveloping spot uh, a little bit south of downtown along the lake. And uh, the Department of Revenue said, no, you can't have Roman Candle in the brewery building because Roman Candle holds liquor licenses at its other locations in the state. And the guys at Modcraft, Henry Schwartz, I spoke with the owner. He's like, this is even a, another step removed from us holding a, a liquor license because it's just going to be a, you know, a tenant of ours who holds the license. So they're still trying to work something something out with uh, with the Department of Revenue. But geez, I mean, that's a, uh, you know, I don't want to toss the opinion out there too much, but it seems like uh, it seems like you're really splitting hairs, and 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 it's not like these guys are putting anybody out of business, but. You know, potentially, uh, you know, potentially some taverns could be impacted, I guess, if, if more breweries are selling wine and spirits. I generally go to a, a, tap, a tap room to get the beer that they make, but they make the point that not everybody drinks the craft beers. Um, and if you want to bring your, somebody in who is having a wine or a, a, you know, a cocktail, that uh, they're
0: not going to be able to go there. Well, and you make the point, like, Wisconsin Brewery over in Verona, they can't host weddings there Yes, of this, you know? uh, those are the guys that used to run Capital, and they started
1: a new brewery in Verona, um, Wisconsin Brewing Company, and they wanted to be able to host events there. And, um, and it's a beautiful building, so... It sure is, and you
0: can do the beer, but uh, not, not the rest of it, so... Uh, well, we'll see if that uh, Dale Coinga from from Brookfield actually makes some headway on this. And you'll keep us in, informed about what's happening because uh, if Wisconsin isn't known for beer and cheese, what are we known for?
1: Well, it, there's an, it, some interesting stats there that, that the Isthmus put together with some numbers that I gave them. But we're kind of sl- in, sl- in the slowdown. I mean, the number of brewers yeah. here is still growing, but not as fast as some of the other states. And you know, one reason is we had more to begin with. So when you play with the stats... You know our our growth has slowed some, but some of our peer states, uh, I think it was Illinois, Minnesota, are mentioned in the article. They're seeing about twice as
0: many new breweries opening as Wisconsin. So are we missing out? Who knows? But Mike Ivy uh, explores it in his latest edition or in his latest article in Isthmus: Craft Breweries Slowdown. Owners say arcane 2011 state law is impeding growth. So check it out. It's on newsstands now. And Mike, so good to see your name in print. Well, thanks, Dylan.
1: This is my first uh, article in Isthmus after, uh, after
0: many years on the
1: local scene here, so I'm, I'm sort of excited, and I, I guess I'd advise your listeners to look for more because I've got, I've got some other stories in the hopper. Well, we're looking forward to it. Mike Ivey, thank you for coming in. In some of my songs I have casually mentioned The fact that I like to drink beer This little song is more to the point Roll out the barrel and lend me your ears, I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow, I like beer. It helps me unwind and sometimes it makes me feel mellow.